You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. Back with us and pleased to be joined by Jerry Hill. I, I thought about redoing that rejoin, uh, being here in New York, maybe a Radio City Music Hall Rockettes version of uh, Jerry Hill boogieing in, uh, but this one is just so good. Jerry, I kept it the same, and uh, welcome to you. Hope you're feeling better, and welcome in. I am feeling better, and John, if I was up there, I would say, yeah, let's do the Rockettes thing, but uh, you know, I, again, I think we would need video with that, and I I'm not sure anybody wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true if you were here we definitely would have done that but we appreciate right. you being on with us uh big big game looking forward to it uh, baylor and duke coming up tomorrow night what uh, we're reminiscing about the only other meeting between baylor and duke that elite eight game in 2010 what uh, do you remember what do you remember about that probably the same things that everybody else has said but you know certainly mm-hmm. the quincy ac block charge call uh you know i just think and john correct me if i'm wrong but i believe if they'd counted the basket and he had shot the free throw i think they would have gone up five at that point um so big call at that point and then you know baylor just struggled uh failed to get a couple of uh, defensive rebounds there late and, and uh you know duke was able to close it out but man that was john if you think about it, that was a great game and if you were just looking at that game yeah. from you know, just a normal fan or just a basketball fan's perspective. That was just a great game. Um, you know, appreciated uh, really both sides. But, man, and, and, you know, that was the first time for me to see Coach K live, um, you know, and seeing him coaching and everything. So it was just a, it was a really cool night. I mean, you know, you remember that place was packed and, and a lot of Baylor fans. I mean, it was just an incredible crowd. Um and, uh, you know, it was it was fun. I mean, obviously the outcome wasn't what you wanted if you were a Baylor fan. But I, like I said, I just thought it was a great game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and it was a great crowd, a great Baylor turnout there. The atmosphere was just unbelievable. And and what a game, you know, that so many people remember that and they talk about it so much. You know, going on uh, 14 years l- later, you know, people remember it like yeah. it and talk about it like it was yesterday. Well, and, and John, I, I know that Coach Drew had mentioned it because I, I got him on kind of a little bit of reminiscing about, you know, the program and how it was built and stuff and how he talked about winning championships. And he didn't really think about it, but he talked about how close they were in 2010. You know, I, I kind of made the point of, well, you had to, you only had to wait like 17 years or whatever, 18 years um, to win that first national championship. But they were that close in 2010 uh, and probably closer uh, than they were in 12. But again, in 12, they lost to Kentucky in the uh, Elite Eight, and, and Kentucky went on and won the national championship. So really, both of those years, you potentially could have, you know, played for or won a national championship because, 
I think if I remember this right, Kentucky wound up beating Kansas, and Baylor had just beaten Kansas in the Big 12 tournament. So, yeah, I think they were that close, and certainly they were that close in 2010. I I think if they win that one and they get to the Final Four, they're probably going to win it all, which is crazy now, but I, I really do. I think if, if that team just gets past Duke, because um, I know there were no number one seeds that made it that year to the Final Four other than, other than Duke. So, I think Baylor had a great opening to win it that year even. Yeah, no, you, I think you're exactly right. And I think Coach Drew realized it at the time, maybe more than any of us did. You know, you're that close right. to getting to the Final Four and that close to being able to play for a national championship. So I think that's why, uh, you know, that that's why that game is remembered uh, so well, you know, and, and it's yeah. still devastating. You know, the loss is still devastating this many years later. No, absolutely. Yeah, I I think about that one a lot. Um, I, I was just texting back and forth with my brother and talking about that year because um, I remember going back and forth uh, between Memphis and Houston because the women were playing in Memphis and the men were in Houston. Oh, yeah. And they did the little private plane for Baylor, and I was on there with uh, interim president David Garland and incoming president Ken Starr and I, I, I kept thinking back to the Sesame Street song, one of these things doesn't belong. And I, I, I'm not sure that I belong on the plane, <laughs> but, but that was pretty cool to, to do that and be able to cover both of those because they were on, you know, consecutive days like that where I could cover both of them um, just going back and forth. That's pretty cool. That's a good memory. So, uh, so Baylor Duke comes up tomorrow night. Uh, and I was just telling Aaron that one of the big billboards in Times Square is a big yeah. BU and Jacoby Walter and Baylor versus Duke, you know, promoting the game tomorrow. Uh, you talk about a big stage. I mean, this is a big stage for this game tomorrow night. Yeah, I think I saw that on Twitter with uh, Jason Cook had posted something about, you know, having that on, on, on Times Square. That's pretty cool. I mean, for Baylor to be up there and, and uh, you know, for, to be featured like that. And, and, John, that is, I mean, I you know, you can say what you want about different basketball arenas, but I still think, um, to me, even though it's older, I think Madison Square Garden is the mecca of basketball. And Baylor gets a chance to play there. I remember being there in 9 and 13 for the NIT. Uh, but, man, what a great game playing Duke, uh, you know, a team that's, that's won so much. Um, you talk about blue blood programs, they are that, um, and, and you get a chance to play them. It's interesting, John, um, and I, I don't know if y'all covered this, but, you know, the last two teams they've played were both preseason top five. I mean, Michigan State struggled, but mm, they started out yeah. the year number four in the nation, and Duke was actually number two and just, you know, lost some close games and, and almost dropped out of the poll, but they stayed in there, and, um, you know, they're seven and three, and have lost three games by a total of 14 points. So, you know, they're still a really good team. It's just it's just interesting that, that Baylor playing two, you know, and we kind of looked at that at the beginning of the year, like, man, this is a really tough schedule. And, you know, as it turned out, I mean, Michigan State, I guess, was saving everything for that one game. I mean, they, they played out of their mind. <laughs> so, um, I you know, I think Baylor's got to play better, John. Um, you know, I just think it was one of those deals because I was thinking about the women when they came back, they, they actually struggled that first half against Delaware State. They'd been off like 10 or 11 days, and they really struggled that first half, and then they came back and scored 62 points in the second half. So I think the men having to play a, a really good Michigan State team after a long layoff, I think that certainly hurt them. And, 
I think Coach Drew had mentioned this maybe in our, you know, Zoom media conference yesterday, but, um, you know, when teams are playing, and that was basically a true road game. I mean, I know it wasn't on Michigan State's court, but it's close enough that, that you can almost count that right. as, a, as a road game. And, you know, teams' record in that first true road game is not good, like, you know, across the nation. So I think a lot of factors in that. And I just got to think Baylor's going to play better because uh, I just think back to last year, and you guys have probably talked about this too, but the way they responded after that Marquette loss when they, you know, really got embarrassed in that one, 96-70, and they come back and beat Gonzaga three nights later, uh, 64-63. So I, I look for kind of that same bounce back. I mean, um, you know, I think uh, these teams are very even. Um, so I think it's going to be a great matchup, but you know I look for Baylor to really have a bounce back game. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Jerry Hill with us, Baylor insider. Uh, let's uh, talk Baylor women. A big, big win for them over Miami on Saturday. That was a great win to stay undefeated. Now they are on the road this week. A couple of games in Florida. Yeah, John. I think the the key in that one was uh, you know, and they. They jumped out to a lead, kind of the way Michigan State did on the Baylor men. Um, and, uh, you know, Miami made some runs at them. They got it to 10 twice in the second half. And both times, Baylor responded and, you know, had, had like 7 8 runs to kind of, you know, keep them at bay. So I thought that was the key. Uh, didn't play, you know, great or, you know, you know, out of their mind or anything. They just – but they beat a top 25 team by 18, you know. So I – on a neutral site court. So I thought it was a great win. Uh, they've now beaten two top 25 teams and, and, uh, you know, really played a really good schedule. And then, you know, now they get uh, Providence in South Florida in the West Palm beach classic in Florida. And, and John, I think this is just a, a chance for them to kind of keep the momentum going. They open uh, conference play uh, December 30th on the road at Texas. So I think this is a chance for them to, kind of finish off non-conference play, go 11-0, and which would be great, and then uh, open on the road at, at Texas, which, you know, that could be certainly a top 10. And, you know, let's see how high uh, Baylor goes if they win these two. So, yeah, that'll this will be fun. And, and, you know, first time that they've gone back-to-back like that this year. So that'll be interesting to see how they play. But they've got the depth that I think they can, you know, handle that kind of uh, load on them uh, for two days. Very good. Look forward to it. Uh, Jerry, anything else have your attention, or is everything else uh, sort of in holiday uh, end of the semester mode? Well, you got um, football early signing day tomorrow. Um, haven't really followed it a ton just because, I mean, when I when I moved over from the Waco trip, I no longer had to follow recruiting like I used to. So I just I just kind of wait till signing day and, and follow whatever happens there. But I know that's coming up tomorrow. I did see, John, right before we went on, um, you remember Cliff Odom that played here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, played defensive right. back here, yeah. He just got uh, – he was just named special teams coordinator at Mississippi State with Coach Levy. So, you know, some oh, wow. some former Baylor guys on the move. I know Trooper Taylor is supposed to be going uh, with Coach Elko to Texas A&M. So, uh, a couple of the Baylor guys on the move. But, yeah, I just now noticed that a little bit earlier on, on Clifton Odom uh, going to Mississippi State. Man, that's great. Very good. Yeah. All right, Jerry, yeah. thanks very much. Uh, happy holidays to you. I'll see you at some point. I don't know when that'll be, but I'll see you at some point. And we appreciate yeah. you being on with us. 
I guess I'll see you Friday, right? Maybe? Uh, well, that's true. We will see each other on Friday. I'll be yeah. back. Let's, let's get together <laughs> I'll be back for that. Thank you very much. All right. Have guys. a good day. Merry Christmas. You too. Thank you. Jerry Hill with us, Baylor Insider. We appreciate him and his thoughts uh, on all things Baylor Athletics. Let's take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up. Look ahead. Plenty more to come in the 2 o'clock hour. 2 o'clock Central Time hour. Coming to you from New York City with Baylor Basketball.